Today's episode is sponsored by you and others like you who have pledged a flexible monthly donation through the Urban Achiever Patreon page. Please consider becoming a contributor by visiting patreon.com slash urbanachiever. And thank you for your support. What's up, Achievers? It's me, your host and friend, Billy Power. It is Tuesday, the uh, 11th of April, 2017. Is it really April? I can't believe it. It's like uh, it's like 70 degrees right now. <laughs> As you may or may not be able to hear if you're a uh, new listener to the show or whatever, uh, I'm a little bit under the weather. <laughs> so... Uh, little got a little cold going on that I got last week and uh since I seen you last I've had an interesting uh I've had an interesting time to say the very least uh if you if you've been following along you know that uh had a leak in my roof and then I went to Philadelphia for conference and we had electricians coming and uh environmental engineers testing air uh in which I found out there was a lot of pet dander in my school of rock that I manage weird and then uh this past week we finally 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 got all the carpet replaced and it looks awesome and i i got to what i feel like was maybe one of my lowest points in the entire time that i've worked at the school uh to now feeling uh at one of the highest points so it's been an interesting uh roller coaster ride to say the very least so yeah so last monday night after I last spoke with you, uh, we had to move everything from the performance side of the building to the mostly lessons side of the building that involved moving uh, at least four complete drum kits, two PAs, a lighting rig, uh, several keyboards, uh, a half a dozen or more guitar amps, uh, a piano, uh, lots of things, all the things, everything on that entire side of the building, everything. I had to disassemble a, a table in the break room. The good news is that the next day they came and they carpeted everything and it looks awesome. But then we had to put everything back in order to open at three o'clock. So they, I had to get up at around six, get down to the school, get the school open for the carpeting people, kind of be there to kind of supervise and help with that. So then all day Tuesday, they were carpeting. Then I uh, had to have a crew of uh, employees come in, help put everything back together. Uh, and then we were open for the day from 3 to 8. Then Tuesday evening at the end of the day, around 8.30, we had to move all the stuff out of the lesson rooms and my office and everything into the lobby on that side of the building. Then on, uh, on Wednesday during the day, they carpeted all the rest of that stuff. Then we had to put all that stuff back. Right around that time, I got sick. <laughs> my, my body finally just said, screw you, uh, I'm going to get sick now. So then I got sick, and then uh, and then the rest of the week we were, uh, oh, oh, and then Wednesday, uh, we had a torrential downpour. And so I had to have the uh, handyman that works for the uh, landlords come and put tarps on the ceiling, 
And then I just sat at my desk trying not to throw up thinking about rain coming into the ceiling on all the brand new carpet and carpet padding. What we did discover when we redid the carpet was that the uh, old carpet, the old shitty carpet, uh, didn't even have a pad underneath it. It was just crappy carpet laid right onto tile. Uh, not very nice. <laughs> so everybody's commenting about how cushy it feels. And I said, well, this is what actually properly installed carpet uh, feels like or should feel like. Uh, but yeah, so we got all that stuff done. Uh, I had, uh, we went from a eight, eight lighting fixture, uh, lighting rig to a 12 thing, but then the last four lights weren't compatible. And then I tried to get a different controller and that didn't work. And then I got a second set of four lights and those didn't work. So, uh, today I'm returning a lot of things to Amazon. <laughs> I do love that, uh, very liberal Amazon return policy though, that allows me to just box this stuff up, ship it back. And then uh, get a credit as soon as it's shown to be shipped is uh, nice and convenient when things don't work out. Uh, so, yeah, all this led up to uh, on uh, Friday I had class and then I had to go back to the school. Nor uh, been working the first Friday of every month, uh, replacing ceiling tiles, cleaning, replacing lights, fluorescent light bulbs. And if have you ever tried to replace these uh, fluorescent, the long compact fluorescent light bulbs in the, in the industrial like lighting boxes, I had to replace four of those. And uh, boy, is that more complicated than it looks. <laughs> oh my God. What a week. So this all led up to uh Saturday, uh, Saturday, we had uh, School of Rock has a national program called All Stars, where uh, the best of the best, they start with over 400 video submissions from over 180 schools. And then they whittle that down to like about 444 people. And then from those 400 and some all over the country, they whittle that down to 175 people divided into seven teams. Then they do these cool uh, regional tours where they play like at Mopop Festival in Detroit and they play at Lollapalooza. And uh, very, very cool. So uh, you get down to 175 of the very best of the best kids. I had two kids auditioning uh, on Saturday, one guitarist and one drummer. But I volunteered my school, uh, maybe uh, dumbly, maybe smartly. We did use that as a deadline to get all this work completed. So that was good, I guess. Um, but I had 30 kids from all over the state of New Jersey and New York, even a kid from Massachusetts and, and Connecticut and their families coming into the school uh, on Saturday. Uh, some judges uh, from the local school, as well as a guy from a school in Pennsylvania. And uh, yeah, we had a day of auditioning on, after our normal day of work. So we were open from 10 to 2, and then from 2 to 6, uh, we had auditions. And then I fell into a coma. <laughs> I have still not really recovered from my cold, uh, but this past week, uh, six day week with class and, and, uh, carpeting and, and all this stuff. Uh, boy, uh, I was really kicking my own ass. Yeah. So, uh, I survived that week, thankfully. And, uh, aside from being sick, I was starting to feel a lot better about life and about the school. And, and, uh, this has been a long struggle trying to get all this stuff replaced. I also was in receipt of an email, uh, with a contract to have the roof repaired with a 10 year warranty. And that, ha that work has to be completed by the 20th of this month. Uh, so several kind of things that have been lingering out there forever, uh, just sort of like a thorn in my side, uh, are finally getting resolved and that. And that feels, uh, that feels pretty good. Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. 
uh, uh, the the sort of uh, coup de gras of this past week uh, was uh, midway through the auditions. Uh, I tried to move the uh, rack that had the soundboard closer to the main judge who was playing music for uh, to accompany some of the kids who were auditioning. And in the process of doing that, I was a little over-optimistic about the uh, length of the cable uh, coming out. And I pulled a lighting rig down, a lighting tree down, which uh, then hit a speaker, a uh, brand new speaker, a brand new lighting tree. Uh, which uh, came toppling down toward me in front of all the judges and all the kids. Uh, I managed to catch and save the speaker. Uh, the lighting tree uh, hit me square in the head and then went to the floor. And uh, so, yeah, so I finished out uh, all this work and all the that week by uh, pulling down a lighting tree onto my own head. <laughs> uh, uh, thankfully, I did not die in my sleep from a concussion or anything like that. And uh, it, uh, it's a little sore and I have a little I'm a little headachey, uh, but otherwise uh, doing OK. Uh, I did over the weekend. Uh, it, maybe all this spring cleaning got me in a cleaning mood uh, all the way around. And I uh, after six months of uh, various stages of growing my beard, I finally decided that enough was enough and I shaved my beard. And uh, I posted on on uh, on a sleep, particularly sleepless night. I was feeling sick and couldn't sleep and very uh, filled with insomnia and just miserable. And I posted on Facebook, I'm 99% sure I'm going to shave my beard tomorrow. And boy, was that controversial. <laughs> a lot of strong opinions about the beard and not shaving the beard. You know what? You, you just can't fight who you are. That's what I've learned. You know, I am who I am and I, I got to be me and. And uh, I just feel I liked the beard. I, I'm being honest. I did like the beard, and I and I had uh, I got a brush and and some balm, and I had the shampoo and the conditioner. I mean, I did the I did the whole deal. I was doing the whole deal, uh, but I felt like in some respects the beard was sort of taking over my life. <laughs> and uh, that's not what I'm looking to do with facial hair. You know what I mean? It was a good look. It was good. It was a good look. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's getting hotter out. And uh, I I don't enjoy being hot at all. In fact, if if I really want to get grumpy quick, a good way to get grumpy is to uh, be hot. Uh, I definitely don't like that. So the warmer weather is uh, here. Seems like who knows? Maybe tomorrow it'll be thirty. You never can tell these days. Uh, but I did shave the beard off, and it, uh, I gotta say it feels pretty good. A little weird, but feels good. <laughs> Oh, man, I just keep forgetting things that happened since the last time we chatted. Well, it's not much of a chat, I guess. I'm talking to you and you can't talk back, although I'm sure uh, some of you try. <laughs> uh, before I pulled the lights down on my head in the middle of all the carpeting and, and uh, getting sick and all the shenanigans, uh, I had a phone call with my buddy Matt over at Bad Christian and Break It Down and Emery and all that. And... Uh, it seems like I've scheduled my way out of a job. <laughs> uh, they're kind of changing up the schedule over there, Bad Christian. So uh, I am no longer editing, uh, mixing, mastering, etc. The Bad Christian podcast. So if it sounds terrible uh, going forward, uh, it's not my fault. If it sounded terrible before and now it sounds better, uh, that was me. <laughs> so. Uh, I guess I have some free time on my hands. I don't know. I was spending a lot of time doing that. That was a couple episodes a week. And uh, 
Yeah, so I got to figure out what to do with that time. Maybe I will finish this record that I'm trying to finish. Uh, I also saw the season finale of Homeland. By the way, I did see uh, the main actor who plays uh, Dax. Is it Dax? It's not Dax. Dude, the, getting old sucks. Uh, the, the teller character, the main character on Sons of Anarchy, and then the guy that plays the uh, the main uh, kind of um, CIA operative that's friends with Carrie that uh, uh, in the previous season had the accident and all that stuff. Anyway, those guys are both British actors. I saw them on a talk show the other day and I could not get over uh, the way they normally talk and act in real life. I mean, I guess they're acting. That's that's what my wife told me, which is uh, obvious, I guess. <laughs> but I was just dumbfounded uh, by the way they talked. That was crazy. I enjoyed the season of Homeland. I did find out that they've been renewed for two more seasons, uh, which is cool. So if you like that show and you enjoy that uh, spy shit, you get two more seasons of that. I watched the movie uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. My wife did not enjoy this movie, but I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I thought that uh, the imaginative creatures and the old-timey New York, I'm a sucker for old-timey New York, re really New York anything, uh, but just kind of uh, seeing some of the places that I know uh, use. There's a, a famous sort of uh, subway station uh, that used to go under City Hall that if you stay on the train, even now, you can kind of see it. It's like kind of like a secret station. They, they utilize that in the film. Uh, I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, and then I saw like the last, uh, Tom Cruise mission impossible movie. I thought a little too heady, a little too much on the, uh, I kind of got lost there in the plot in there somewhere. A lot of thinking to do, uh, I wasn't thinking too clearly by the time I saw that, but, uh, yeah, I took a, uh, took a little time to watch that stuff. And then uh, I also saw a documentary today. I can't remember the name of about a guy who fasted on water for 55 days, uh, which was a new world record, but the uh, Guinness world book of records was nervous about giving him the award. They wouldn't award it to him because they felt if anybody tried to beat that record, they might kill themselves. Uh, yikes. Uh, I gotta be honest in watching that. I was just thinking about, I've done several of those lemonade fasts and that kind of thing. And, uh, as uh, anybody, anybody's familiar with the program, if you're not familiar, uh, I've had a lifelong struggle with my weight and diet and health and all that kind of stuff. And I have, ha have had recently some good health reports in terms of my blood and blood sugar. And I've got completely off one heart medication. I cut one cholesterol medication in half. And uh, overall, I've, I've done good with that stuff. But I basically have been the same weight most of my adult life now. And I'm about 100 pounds overweight. And uh, it just it seems like, uh, you know, I've given up on doing all the crazy fad diets, although I am, am mostly mostly eat vegetarian and, and somewhat vegan. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm on an extremely limited schedule. So there's really only so much I can do. I try to get on the treadmill uh, when I can. And uh, I don't know, man, just it is, boy, is it hard to... Uh, to lose weight. And, uh, yeah, it just seems like my body, uh, you know, in the same way that my face wants to be beardless, I guess my body just wants to be fat. It's just tough, man. Uh, so yeah, so it's a struggle. It's always in there. And I, I mean, I'm not one of those people that's just sitting around eating ice cream and, and, uh, and pizza and everything. I'm not going to pretend that I just eat healthy all the time. I sometimes definitely fall off the wagon. Uh, 
But I'm definitely not one of those people that sits around drinking Coke all day and eating candy bars and just eating super lazy and and crappy. So it's a little frustrating uh, to not be able to do that. But uh, kudos to that guy who drank water for 55 days. Smart water for the electrolytes. (laughs) Not a paid ad. Uh, But yeah, so watch that stuff. Interesting. After my last... uh, podcast entitled Mental Health Day. My wife listened to it and she said that it's a good thing that I took a mental health day because I'm nuts. (laughs) We'll see if she listens to this one. It'll be a fun little game. Uh, In the old days, she told me never talk about her on the podcast. And I've been breaking that rule, uh, although not mentioning her by name. Uh, We'll see what she thinks about that. She thinks I'm nuts. <laughs> but you're here and you're listening. So maybe it's your first time. Maybe you're thinking, what on earth is going on on this show? Well, the good news is you can go back. There's about, uh, this is episode 99. So there's 98 other shows that you can go back and listen to. I've done many, many interviews. Uh, speaking of interviews, uh, I had an interview yesterday. The reason this is coming to you on Tuesday instead of Monday is that yesterday I was interviewed by Jason Dodd, formerly of Band Doppler Magazine. Uh, Jason and Chris Esty, a guest and friend of the program, friend of mine, uh, are doing a book uh, about the history of quote unquote Christian rock. <laughs> and I talked to him for a couple hours. And by the time I was done with that, I was all talked out. Uh, so yeah, it was interesting talking to some of that stuff with Jason. He kind of asked me to summarize, uh, my involvement and all this stuff. Um, I did get a little, uh, grumpy about the terminology as I always do. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever be at peace with that stuff, to be honest. I always come back to that, uh, Frankie Schaefer addicted to mediocrity, uh, book and the idea that there's no such thing, uh, it's an artificial separation between the sacred and the secular, um, But, you know, whatever, man. People like putting stuff in boxes. (laughs) I also realized uh, the other day, and as I was talking to Jason, do you ever have this problem where you're talking? I I have this problem. It's a problem with, like, inside voice versus outside voice. And uh, I I just have, like, a a problem. Uh, Sometimes I just, sometimes, most of the time, I just say things, and then it's out there. And it's too late. (laughs) And then also, even as I was talking to parents on Saturday, uh, in reflection on thinking back into some of the things I said and the way that I said them, I thought, huh, I really sound kind of like a pompous ass. Um, I've, I've been told that, uh, from time to time I can sound condescending in the things that I say. I'm, I'm trying really hard just to, uh, think before speaking uh, I don't know, man. I just get on a roll and then I just say stuff and I don't, I don't think about how it comes across. I just assume people know who I am and would like to think they know what my character is and then therefore would understand my sarcasm or my thing that I'm saying or whatever. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I think I'm expecting too much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a struggle for me for sure. And uh, so if from time to time you hear me say something and I sound uh, self-important or condescending or uh, weird or whatever, uh, it's not on purpose. Let me just say that. <laughs> or maybe it is. I don't know. I definitely do not think I'm smarter or better than other people. That's for sure. But what I do know is that I'm not a joiner. So uh, when I'm uh, supposed to speak for a group, like am I uh, evangelical? Am I this? Am I that? 
Uh, I kind of in this interview recently with Sally, uh, my good friend Sally from Germany, uh, just talked about that idea of uh, being a Christian, being a person of faith and kind of seeding the conversation to these louder voices uh, that say ridiculous things. Um, I've kind of had that on my heart and my head lately. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do or how I'm going to address that. It just seems like weird and proselytizing and whatever. I've been, uh, just got me thinking about this in this uh, discussion with Jason yesterday and in that, uh, as long as I can remember uh, for virtually my entire conscious life, I have thought of myself and consider myself to be a Christian. I still do. Uh, but you know, like a lot of things in life, it's complicated, right? I mean, it's, uh, the modern church and the co-opting of the church uh, and politics and all these different things has made it complicated. Uh, but what I have realized over time is that uh, perhaps the only antidote uh, to all the bullshit in the church and in the Christian culture and all that kind of stuff is for people who claim to follow Jesus and claim to follow Christ during this time of Easter, uh, or really at any time, uh, is for us to stand up and to not accept uh, things that we see being contradictory to uh, our faith, uh, to speak out against things that uh, we don't support. And uh, I'm going to think about how best to do that. I tend to be a kind of a person that doesn't like to be uh, responsive or reactionary. I prefer to be uh, try to be positive and try to do something good rather than to be defined by what I'm against. Uh, like I even thought, like, wouldn't it be cool to start like a, I'm, I think this probably already exists, but like a movement, like not that kind of Christian, uh, you know, to kind of signify a thing. But even at that, I was like, I don't want to be defined like by a thing that I'm against or whatever. Uh, what am I for? Um, so, you know, for today, here's my thought on that. I'm for loving and forgiving and being a good neighbor, trying to be the best people that we can be, uh, to love and to serve and to take care of, uh, one another, uh, because that's just, uh, that's the model that Jesus laid out for us. Right. So I'm gonna try to figure out what that looks like because, uh, nothing is worse than someone says you should do this, you should do that. And then doesn't do it. So I got to get on board here and uh, and serve. Uh, I encourage you to check out my boy Mike Lewis's return to his giving his believing podcast, and uh, had some uh, good thoughts on that. It's like uh, him reflecting on what I said, and now me reflecting on what he said. <laughs> We're gonna send you into some weird podcasty matrixy loop. Uh, yeah. So, and we are talking about uh, trying to do some live events here uh, over the summer. Um, so we're working on that too. So maybe that can be part of that. Starting this discussion, taking back the conversation and uh, not allowing all these cuckoos uh, to speak for us. All right, cool. I've been doing, uh, I've been doing something lately that makes me insane. And that is uh, caveating things too much. Uh, saying that if you know me, then you know this, or if you've been listening to the show, then you know this, or uh, you may have heard me say this. Uh, 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 expression that I use a lot is, uh, it probably goes without saying, but that's never stopped me, or some variation thereof. I'm sure I drive my employees uh, crazy with that. I say it way too much. Uh, so I'm going to, um, let's just make a gentleman's, uh, ladies, uh, whatever uh, agreement that as much as is possible going forward, 
I'm just going to repeat myself. I'm going to say things about myself or uh, <laughs> ways that I think about things. I'll, I'll do my part by trying not to constantly say, uh, if you listen or if, you, if you've been following or whatever, which I've already done multiple times on this episode, I'm going to try to not say those things. And then you'll try to forgive me when I repeat myself. <laughs> I'm getting to the point in my life where I can't remember in real life uh, who I've told what or who I've told what story or what anecdote I've used. And uh, I, I think I have a little bit of OCD about not repeating things or not repeating the same thing. Uh, but then at the same time, uh, as if I'm warring against myself, as I said earlier uh, from Liar Liar, kicking my own ass, uh, <laughs> I don't enjoy that. And yet I do it all the time, uh, especially if I've had too much caffeine. I go on a nervous talking thing where I start repeating the same thing and rephrasing it uh, different ways. So, yeah, so I'm going to try to uh, I'm going to try to work on that. And uh, I thank you for those of you who have been listening for a long time. Uh, in that, uh, I'm getting more comfortable doing these solo shows. It's taken me a lot of work and it's been a challenge. Uh, so I thank you for your support and for listening. Uh, it was so exciting to hit 200,000 downloads here recently. And, uh, now that I have some free time on my hands, maybe, you know, I'll be able to do some more interview shows. Who knows? Um, I wanted to end the show today with a little pet peeve. Speaking of, uh, I've shared some pet peeves about myself and my own problems, but here's, uh, here's something I don't enjoy. First of all, 110%. Uh, there's no such thing as 110%. Uh, I say this all the time. Uh, you can only give everything you have and that's it. You can't give more than you have. Uh, nothing worse than uh, give a thousand percent. It's just getting out of control uh, in our hyperbolic culture. Uh, so that's, I say that by way of introduction, uh, in saying that at the end of, uh, Homeland, uh, Mandy Patinkin's character, uh, says the phrase, you know, no carry, it's more complicated than that. And, uh, recently I've noticed this thing that's starting to happen that people are starting to say, uh, similar to giving 110% or 130% or 140% or 2000%, 2000%, 1000%, uh, just people want you to know they, they've given all they can give and they're giving more. Uh, here's the other one I don't like. And uh, it's in software. It's in music a lot. I hear this where people say that there's a million possibilities or unlimited possibilities or a thousand options or a hundred ways to use something. Is there really, though? I mean, really, is there? I mean, I can think of so few things that have limitless possibilities or a million combinations or a thousand options or a hundred ways to use something. I mean, is there really though? Can we please stop saying that? It's making me crazy. There's really probably a couple dozen options. Do we really have to make it seem so cool that there's like a million? And, and do we want a million possibilities? I don't, I mean, life is complicated enough, isn't it? I mean, isn't the problem that we have so many choices? You try to go order food and there's like, 20 pages in the menu and there's like 500 things and you can get it with this. And do you want to add bacon or you can get this with chicken or do you want this or you want that? Uh, I feel like our entire society is paralyzed by this uh, uh, too many choices mentality. And we're making things so complicated with the TV. There's like so many stations and, the, and with the, uh, you know, the web, there's all these options and, and, uh, you know, uh, Ixnay on the possibility bay. <laughs>
That's all I'm saying. We are making things more complicated than they need to be. Let's just keep it simple. Have a great week. You know, I just thought of in my uh, one of my high school yearbooks, my friend Jim Shields wrote, spring has sprung, fall has fell, now it's summer, and it's hotter than usual. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show today. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm doing my best here. Not feeling great. Survived a horrible week, uh, but now the clouds have parted. And the uh, doves are descending and a rainbow is in the sky. And uh, Easter is around the corner and things are looking up. The Urban Achiever theme show music was by Ethan Luck. Uh, at the beginning and the end there, ethanluck.bandcamp.com. If you want to reach out to me, you can do that at billy at urbanachievershow.com. That's billy at urbanachievershow.com. You can connect with me also on social media at Urban Achiever PC for podcasts. That's at Urban Achiever PC on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all that jazz. I also have a personal account at get at Billy Power if you want to see what I'm doing in my day-to-day uh, shenanigans. Uh, got a lot of photos from college. If you look up hashtag Billy Goes to College or some photos from school. Uh, but yeah, I got to get to work. So uh, have a great day. And until next time, keep up the good work. I'm proud of you.